0: Welcome to the All Souls Episcopal Parish in Berkeley Sermon Podcast. This week we hear from our seminarian, Michael Drell, as he preaches from the lectionary, which this week was John chapter 18, verses 33 to 37. As always, you can find more information about All Souls and more sermons on our website, which is allsoulsparish.org. Hope to see you around sometime. Someone um, suggested to me recently that a good sermon can be boiled down or distilled into one idea. So if I'm going to provide you that, it might be this. Offering your allegiance to the sovereignty of Christ, the King, is political, and therefore it is a physical gesture of worship and membership in the body of Christ. This perspective for me, looking out from a lectern, delivering a homily, is entirely new. So bear with me here, as I find my footing, which is actually a big part of finding my voice. Until then, what I can do with immense gratitude is invite you all into my process of engagement with these readings and with this feast as part of an ongoing commitment. I spoke to many respected advisors about this commitment leading up to today. One mentioned terms like location and heartbeat. Another advisor mentioned that even after 40 years ordained, he was sweating blood over his last sermon. (laughs) My spiritual director spoke of breaking open the texts for your listeners. He didn't say to explain, or to bring knowledge and understanding, or even something like shed light upon. I wonder what the noise of texts breaking open would sound like. So these were all very physical descriptions, right? Again, with my Hebrew tutor, we discussed one verb in the psalm appointed for today, shatah, which has multiple options for English translation. It contains meanings such as to kneel, to fall to one's knees, to prostrate oneself, and to worship. Many choose to translate this verb shatah as worship, but my friend and Hebrew scholar urged me to recognize and acknowledge the physical aspects so important to the meanings of this verb. So bearing all this physicality in the air in mind, I would like to invite you into my process today as our shared process. I'd like to lead you through the process of engagement that helps me to embody what Jesus may have meant in John's Gospel, referring to belonging and listening. So in today's readings from the lectionary, we are given images of kingship, very different ones from 2 Samuel, the letter to the Hebrews, revelations, and John's Gospel some we have just heard read aloud. There's lots to talk about amongst these. There's lots to talk about how concepts of sovereignty and allegiance relate very directly to politics. Politics cited on the body, both our own bodies and our relationships to other bodies, as well as the collective bodies of which we make up parts. Not least of which, How do we come to understand and really embody our membership in and as the body of Christ? What might it mean to give up our sovereignty to a king which we are ultimately part of in body, mind, heart and soul forever, by the way? Um, There are no answers uh, to explain right now. I actually have further questions rather than answers. Um, I'd like to lead us through a process together which incorporates Imago Divina, engaging an image prayerfully and with contemplation to help us ask some further questions together. Um, I hope you all have a card stamped with an image um, which will guide our prayerful questioning. If you don't have one, and I'm not sure if the camera can see. Um, If you don't have one, feel free to share and please get one afterwards if you want uh, for further reflection and contemplation. Um, The image I chose is from an old and wonderful book that I own, Reverend Ernest Gale Dart's A Manual of Church Decoration and Symbolism, uh, published in 1899 while he was rector of a medieval church called St. Nicholas at Little Braxted in Essex in England. Holding the image facing outwards from our chest will give you the orientation of the body parts, left to right. Um, The stampings I made are sometimes blurry, uh, and the language is archaic, but the body parts contain both the wounds of the passion as well as images of crowns. There are words underneath associating the left hand with the well of mercy, the left foot with ghostly rapport, or something like the comfort of the Holy Spirit. On the right hand, we have wisdom, and the right foot is captioned, the well of grace. In the center is the heart, also both wounded and crowned, and with the label, well of everlasting life. I invite you to join me and try an exercise of awareness building in relationship to this image. You can continue to look at the image throughout or you are welcome to relax and close your eyes. To begin, let us bring our awareness to the left hand. You can wiggle your fingers, clench and release your fist or make contact with this hand to somewhere else on your body such as your knee or touching a piece of furniture. Whatever helps you to bring Physical awareness, especially to your left palm. Is there sensation of temperature or form? Do you have any tingling? If your eyes are closed, what awareness do you have of the shapes and space occupied by the sensation in your left hand? Can you think of a time in your life when you have suffered and received mercy. How did this feel? If you wish to bring that feeling back to your physical awareness by using your imagination and holding the feeling of mercy as a sensation in the palm of your left hand. Now moving to your right hand, in much the same way, please bring awareness there considering the concept of a well of wisdom. You might like to rest your hand on your belly. Using your imagination, bring sensory memories of a time when advice or direction from an other actually saved you somehow. Maybe this well of wisdom was tapped through the advice or guiding sign of a parent or a teacher an elder or a child. It may have been someone you know very well or a complete stranger. This wisdom may have come from that which is more than human throughout creation a horse, a tree, a mountain, the moon, or a flower, for example. Bring back the physical experience of that juncture from a sense of lack and darkness to the provision and light brought by wisdom as a sort of crowning. Can you hold that juncture as an awareness here in the present moment in the palm of your right hand? Now moving to your left foot as best you can in your footwear just now, wiggle your toes, flex and relax the arch of your foot Maybe rotate your ankle. Bringing awareness of the shapes and the structure of your left foot within your shoe. In what ways do these structures feel both free and supported? How does sensation in this foot bring you information, protection, guidance, or safety? How has it taken you places? Let's remember a time when we felt lost or confused. Do you also know the sensations associated with being found or clearly led, perhaps by the Holy Spirit? Now similarly, to the right foot, bringing sensation and awareness through some movements, imagination, and focus. How and when have you physically experienced grace? Sitting quietly with your hands and feet for a few moments, um, breathe into these extremities of your body without extra effort, but with an active attention to listening for the rhythms of sensation within the matter of your body. Follow them with your breath. Or maybe your breath is leading. Now we can move to our chest and heart. Do you have an awareness of its location? Can you feel it beating strong? Or maybe you can feel strain and sorrow. In what ways does your heart feel wounded, crowned by thorns, while simultaneously crowned with majesty, in the real sovereignty of Christ's complete and perfect love? How do you understand Christ's kingship as not really about power as we have known it, but quite literally and physically as the wellspring of everlasting life? A physical, not only spiritual or cognitive, belonging to the truth, which was just defined as a listening in the gospel trial we hear of today. How can all these sensations, awareness, the images and stories held in our hands and feet be better listened to and brought further into our hearts? How do mercy, wisdom, spirit, and grace relate to our brokenness and healing through love. What does it feel like to make our hearts sovereign and to hold the truths to which we belong as sovereign? Do we recognize our heart as the best organ of perception that we have? If not, why? Why not? Which organ of perception do we hold as sovereign to the heart? Our hands and feet, what we do and make, and where we go and stand. How do our hands and feet indicate to what we belong and embody how we belong? From the letter to the Hebrews, which we are also offered in the lectionary scriptures for today, we have this great calling. Let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds. Just after verse 37, where our gospel reading ended today, the story of the trial of a political prisoner who will be put to death as the insurgent king of a failed uprising continues. Pilate asks, what is truth? And Jesus has just told him that everyone who belongs to the truth listens to his voice. What is the voice to which we devote our listening? You can open your eyes now or keep them closed, but in closing, I'd like to offer you this prayer, making the sign of the cross. Glory to Christ's crown upon my judgments of mind by the well of mercy. Hail to the Lord's reign of peace, bringing wisdom to my gut. Trust in the crowning comfort of spirit, quenching thirst and misdirection. Thanksgiving for the well of grace flowing at each and every step. May the sovereign transformation from wounds to wellsprings fill our hearts to overflow with love forever. Amen.